are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. We have a guest tonight. We're going to get to him in just a minute. But until then, I'm going to introduce my co-host. Joining me, like always, we got Pork Man. What's going on, Pork? Hey, I'm doing good. You know, just a little bit of a rough day for me. But, you know, I'm here. I'm ready to mock with the boys. Yeah, hauling around all that pure spring water <laughs> is going <Water>. to down. <laughs> joining me also, we got Nate Christian. How's it going, Nate? It's going pretty good. Um... I think these past two classes have been incredible, so I'm excited to talk about them, um, comparing the two of them. Okay, great. And also joining us, you can find him on Twitter, at Dynasty Outhouse, and he is one of the hosts of the Trade Addicts podcast. We have Russ Fisher. Russ, did I get your last name right? Please tell me. You absolutely did. All right, great. Russ, how you doing? Great to see you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm glad that well, not glad. It's nice to know that I had to actually join your patron to get an invite here. That's that's what it takes. That's cool. That's that good to know. Is false because I think I talked to you about coming on beforehand, and we just made a plan to wait until after the draft. Well, so yeah, yeah. Hey, Russ, do you want to talk? You know, deep rookies, running backs. I don't know what that means. What are deep rookie running backs? I can you trade those? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing around. Yeah, we were supposed to be. I was supposed to come on in April, and you were supposed to come on. Dynasty game night, which I just haven't made a game in like two months. So, you know, we both dropped the ball on that one. Rocky did ask me, but unfortunately, it was a little last minute and I was not able to make it. But I will definitely get back on Dynasty game night at some point. We'll get on first time. So uh, before we get to it, I have to share the screen with everybody. So give me one second. I am old and I have a hard time with technology. So (laughs) that's true. Here is our mock draft. For those of you watching on YouTube, here's the mock. Everyone can calm down now. I had like six or seven people on, so I didn't want to be looking at tiny squares. That's why I didn't have the mock draft on. Plus, that was not necessarily just for YouTube. It was for our podcast release. But to my right, your left, however you're looking at it, this is the mock draft. So um, I'm just going to introduce everyone that's not on the screen right now. So mocking in the number one position we got, his name is Kevin. Uh, he is, you can find him on Twitter at Boys underscore 22. Unfortunately, he is a Cowboys fan. Regardless, he's a really cool dude. He is one of the co-hosts of the Debbie Royale. Uh, we also have our resident IDP guy at number two, Bob Van Duzer at Bob Van underscore IDP. At number three, we have our intern. So these two guys should be sniping each other all night. That is Sean Fournier at Rewind Intern. Then we have a couple patrons here. We have Steve Ryers, Rayers. Hopefully I said it right. We also have Justin Wright. And then at the 1-6, we have Ben Eby, and you can find him at the Ben Eby. And he hosts the Elite Seekers podcast, which is a fantastic Debbie podcast that is part of the Destination Debbie uh, crew over there. Fantastic stuff. At the 1-7, we have Nate Christian. You can find him on Twitter at NateNFL. We have Neil. And Neil, I'm going to say your name wrong. I'm sorry. Neil Mackickern, I think is how you say it. He's drafting at the 1-8. Myself is taking up the one nine porkman at ff underscore porkman. Or is there an underscore? There's I no should... underscore. Yeah, there's underscore. Wow. At the one ten. We got Russ at Dynasty <laughs> at the one eleven and Alexa Delarocco 
at Alexa Talks Trades at the 112. So it's going to be a good time. I'm just going to let everybody know that it's going to be starting shortly. Until then, Russ, please tell everyone everything that you do and where they could find you while I get this draft started. How's that sound? Sure. Uh, I mean, that'll give you plenty of time to set all this up because I talk too much. So, you know, I do too many things. Uh, I am one of the hosts of the Trade Addicts podcast. Uh, also one of the hosts of Dynasty Game Night. Both of those shows on the DLF family of podcasts. Also, Trade Addicts is part of the Dynasty Addicts podcast network, the DAP network. Um, also, I am on the DLF trade show, which is a YouTube show, me and Addison Hayes. Um, I probably should not be a jerk and only mention Addison, but also say Rocky Petrella is my co-host on, uh, and what's my show called again? Trade Addicts Pod. Uh, <laughs> Rocky has jumped into host DGN also, but then there's Matt, ba- no, Matt Price and John Bosch. They're like the same person at this point, so I just kind of combine their names. Um, and I, I mean, like, I always list the stuff I do and I can never remember. Like, I feel like there's more and I just don't know it anymore, but like, Chances are you turn on a podcast, you hear me talking about something because I don't say no to people anyway. So I just like <laughs> talking football, which is why I, I had no idea what I signed up for. I just heard there's a mock going on. Hey, Russ, you want to do that? Okay. All right. Sure. I'm here. Well, here we are. So again, we this is going to be a super flex draft that is not tight end premium. We're not drafting these players based on what we know now. We are drafting them as prospects coming out of college. So just imagining this is before one massive NFL draft. All these guys are prospects of one class. How do we like them? It's going to be interesting. So let's go ahead and start the draft. Kevin's going to be on the clock with the 1-1. And I will not be putting any comments up because I'm going to put things on full screen um, so I can actually see the mock draft because of these right here. (laughs) So Trevor Lawrence goes off at the 1-1, and uh, I will pause as need be throughout the draft if we need to discuss anything here. So, you know, we could just kind of talk, and then I figure what we could do is pause. I don't need to explain every pick, right? So, right. Who are you guys, is there any strategy that we have here? You know, we're talking a bigger class than normal. Obviously, no IDP. Sorry, Bob. Um, <laughs> we need but- lots of quarterbacks. Lots of quarterbacks, yeah. Lots of yeah, quarterbacks in this first in the round. Beginning. So you think there could be some really good value in the second, third round for quarterbacks? At, uh, not for quarterbacks, but I mean, there's going to be a for lot of value backs. just like wide receivers. That's what it's going to mm-hmm. be. So I set it up as 10 rounds just because, uh, you know, your average rookie draft, four to five rounds. I set it as 10. If it's less than that, it's less than that. That's fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's one of those things where wanted to make sure that we got everybody – up there to talk about that we need. We're going to- ten rounds. I'm drafting Puka. Oh gosh, don't do I figured that. You would if we went six rounds. <laughs> I mean, you might be right. Still taking bro. Puka. <laughs> we're drafting ten rounds. I'm going to be on auto picks. I'm going to fall asleep before we get there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're trying to keep the podcast about 45 minutes or so, so I don't think we're going to be uh, going ten rounds. Take on. Oh them. man, then we better keep going. We got to go fast. <laughs> I set it up at two minutes per pick. I wanted to make sure everybody had time to make their picks, and so far. Uh, all quarterbacks going off the board, mm-hmm. which you know is surprising to me because um, Maddie, who's part of the crew here, he's also a proponent of you know take Najee early, and if you have another pick, come back and you know double dip on a quarterback later, maybe even a lesser quarterback. You know Kyle Pitts is being heralded as a generational talent here, but I guess when we're combining those classes, the quarterbacks are just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's so, what's right now. Oh, I was about to say, I think we're at the point where someone's going to steal who I would hope to have magically have fallen to 11 in Jonathan Taylor, which clearly did <laughs> not happen for me. So, yep. is that a tear break there after the quarterbacks? Is that what we're seeing right here? I would say so. I mean, I feel like I feel as though there were a lot of people higher on Tua at this point. Um, I wasn't, obviously, but we'll see. They just took him here, but. As yeah, much I know, as Nate, I, you I were high on him at that last time, year, so yeah, you did. That's what I'm saying, based off of last year. So I feel as though people like he probably would have went ahead of Jonathan Taylor at that time. I don't know, man. Like there was way too many super flex rookie drafts where Ceh and Taylor went one two, which I love. Don't get me wrong, because that means I got value on Burrow and and Tua, but. If you ask me, at least Jonathan Taylor belongs in the same tier as these quarterbacks because I think he is that dude at running back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so even though the different positions, I actually had Jonathan Taylor and Tua uh, graded out the same on my grading scale for prospects. So uh, it's really a toss-up for me, just positional value, so I went with quarterback. Uh, but I didn't even have the chance to get Taylor here. But last year, I was drafting quarterback over a running back like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, so, so was I. Oh, man, I clicked the remove button instead of the draft button. I've never used sleeper before this is i'd say it's embarrassing but i do dumb crap like this all the time hold on russ i'm just curious how have we never used sleeper before are you strictly an mfl guy or? i am 100 percent an mfl guy see the thing is i work in front of my computer all day i i barely ever touch my phone and mm-hmm. this i mean sleeper really is meant to be an app yeah and it's it's website is well we'll just call it not great so like i tried it once and i'm like no this just it's not for me, and I've just stuck to MFL Plus. I like having as much stuff on the same place as possible. <laughs> yeah, I was there after the first round. Um, you know, I will say the one thing that's great about Sleeper is it's free, so that's why that that is always nice. Yeah, we're doing this right here. So let's just take a, a glance at the first round. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance picks one through five. Then we saw a little bit of a, a quarterback tier break. Uh, ben Eby goes. Jonathan Taylor at the 1-6. Nate hops back on the quarterback wagon there at the 1-7, uh, going with Tua Tagovailoa. Then we see more running backs. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the 1-8. I took Najee Harris at the 1-9. Porkman goes J.K. Dobbins at the 1-10. Uh, Russ, you take DeAndre Swift at the 111. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, the first wide receiver off the board at 112. I just want to take a minute to say um, – the J.K. Dobbins pick, one thing that I've been really preaching to people is everybody loved J.K. Dobbins when he went into a much more crowded backfield last year in Baltimore. Oh. And Javante Williams is going into this year in Denver. People are like, oh, well, Melvin Gordon's there, blah, blah, blah. You have much more talented running backs in front of J.K. Dobbins and, and two of them than you do right now in front of Javante Williams. So don't fade Javante because Melvin Gordon's there. It would be foolish. Does anything else? I mean, I feel like this first round is kind of chalk for the two classes that we're going, that we're doing right here. Does anyone have anything to add before we move on to the second round? I just no, think I mean, uh, Lamb. I think being at the end is kind of. I mean, I was choosing between Lamb and Swift, but I also I remember last year when uh, Harris decided to stay back. I think I still had him after Dobbins. And again, we're talking like one spot, and does one spot really matter in the long run? But I just you were talking about Dobbins and I wanted to put out my fanboyish feelings about J.K. Dobbins <laughs> right now that he should go above Najee Harris. Yeah, that's what that's pretty much what I was going to say, because uh, J.K. was my RB1 last year. So, I mean, I, I would have took him over Taylor, Clyde over Jalair and well, probably not Harris. I probably would have had Harris slightly ahead of him just based right. off of his just based off of his build. But it's like one A and one B for me. 
All right, so I won't call myself a fanboy anymore because you, you jumped me on that one. <laughs> so now it looks like we're starting the runs on wide receivers wide here. Receiver time. Still oh, no yeah. off the board, even though Kyle Pitts is still out there. Generational talent be damned. He's just still sitting there. He's still him. a tight end. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is true. All right, so this is a linear draft. I should have mentioned that before to all of our uh, listeners and all of our viewers, as you know, most rookie drafts are. Drafts are do you guys know of any rookie drafts that are snake drafts? Does anyone do that? Uh, the only way I know is if you do a startup and yeah. you do the the rookie draft right afterwards. You do reverse order, and they're both snake. Okay, that mm-hmm. that's the only time I've ever heard of a rookie draft snaking. Okay, because if you do it other than that, you're just doing it wrong anyway. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Well, there's Javante Williams Javante. off the board before ETN, before Cam Akers. Yeah, do we feel that's a bit early for Javante here? Or, I mean, if yep. Sean wants to build a team, I don't think Javante is going to get back to him. So, yeah, I think that's a little. I mean, that's earlier that I would have him. I, I, like I said, I'd have, I at least have Travis ETN over him. Um, I actually have at least another running back or two over him, but um. Hey, Javante yeah. killed it his senior his junior year. So, look, yeah, he's he's super powerful. Um, he runs in between tackles really good, and I mean, he probably would have had more touchdowns if it wasn't for Michael Carter, a uh, vulture the whole time. But he he's a really good back. He's built for the NFL. I want to kind of flip the script here and and go to what's happening right now. Cam Akers just went off the board at the two five. Is Cam Akers mm-hmm. is he getting a little overhyped? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 getting kind of ridiculous. There we go. Out pitch at the two six. All right, so with this pick, I get the sixth highest ranked player on my big board between these two classes. Um, irregardless of or just regardless of positional value, um, okay. for me, it is Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my wide receiver one this year. I think he is uber talented and going to just tear it up as soon as he gets in this league. And I thought he was going to fall to me too. I was kind of hoping he would. That was, that's my freaking guy right there, Nate. So that's a good pick, but so I got to get my queue up here. Yeah. But this man, this is fun. I would do like a startup draft like this, man. Mm-hmm. The last three draft classes, throw in like that, that, uh, 2019 draft class with DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. <sighs> well, would that be something you'd be interested in doing as well? We could, Add the 19 draft in another time. If we do that, we gotta start a league. Can we? Can we do it right now so I can draft TK? <laughs> you can. That's not. your boy, I guess. Can we get Kyler in there? I'm too? a Seahawks fan. It's just Josh Rosen. Oh, okay. No, oh, that's we'll sign that's me up. a year ago. That's a year ago. Josh Rosen. Mm. That's an extra year. So this is great. This is actually working out pretty well for me so far. So poor Cope, I didn't snipe you, but um, according to the chat, Nate, you did snipe. Neil with your pick. So but he'll be it was an easy pick. I would have picked I would have picked Devonta Smith in the first round. All right. So for me here, I got JK. I got one of my top guys. Uh, I think I might go QB here. And I'm not being a fanboy. I was actually pretty much higher on him than I was with Tua. And I'm thinking I'm gonna go Jalen Hurts. Admittedly, I was very, very low on Jalen Hurts, and that was before the Eagles even drafted him. So. Now he's even lower. 
<laughs> now I love him because he is the. He Eagles. loves him now, exactly. <laughs> I cheer for my team, man. Cheer for my team. All right, so Russ is wrapping up his uh, pick here, and I'm going to go ahead and we're going to pause the draft again. Let's reflect on round two, and the picks go this way: from two one to two twelve, we have Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, Cam Akers, Kyle Pitts, Devonta Smith, Zach Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, Jalen Hurts, T Higgins. Antonio Gibson. Um, Porkman, kind of surprised you did not take Antonio Gibson. I know you're a massive <laughs> fan of his. I was not a massive fan of his. Um, he knows even it. still, even still, I know I, I see that he is putting up numbers. I'm still not the biggest fan, but I still see that he is uh doing well there. But I was not gonna take him because that was not true to my board, Mr. Mike. Do we see any surprises here in the second round? I am completely surprised that Kyle Pitts fell this far. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts is getting drafted 3-4 overall. I mean, in some Superflex rookie drafts this year. So the fact that he made it to the second round just seems a little... little it means that we're smart here. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That just means we're smart. And it's not Superflex, so... I mean, it's not a tight end premium, sorry. Yeah, you know, I, I caught some flack. I took uh, Kyle Pitts high in a Superflex. Well, like middle four or five. So I'm like, oh, you should have taken... This available, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. yeah, but look, like I think it was Zach Wilson. They were saying I should take. Well, Kyle Pitts could be the next Travis Kelsey, and Zach Wilson could be the next Sam Darnold. So, which one of those two do you want on your team? And like I tell people, sometimes just draft best player available. Porkman in the Sons of Dynasty draft this year, I had the one seven. If you remember, mm-hmm. I took Trevor Lawrence in a one quarterback league. Do I want the best quarterback? that's available or do I want to reach for Michael Carter at the one seven or no. a wide receiver that I don't really like there took the best player. And I, I, and I agree with that. Cause I mean, a lot of people was laughing that you took them there, but Hey, it's your fine. team is in shambles. You need a quarterback. It's a one QB league. Take them. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Like it's a startup. If it's a startup, that's a little bit different. Maybe you drafted kind of goofy, but you know, in the second year of a rookie draft, the Trevor Lawrence is there and, your your quarterback is Jake Luton and and who else? Oof. You're good to go. You have Kirk Cousins. Well, there was a time I was just picking up every available quarterback. <laughs> he definitely was, but hey, but he, he made it work. He got got the got the draft capital, and uh, hopefully he can rebound this year or next year. I had 15 draft picks in that that draft. That was a fun draft. Oh. Yeah, it was. You did you and you and you did pretty well with it. Come on, Sean. Man, what's Sean doing? Trying to work a trade out? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to move up to take my guy. (laughs) Trying to get a trade up. (laughs) There we go. All right. Patriots fan. Patriots fan. (laughs) Exactly. I still looked up and thought he took Marvin Jones. So, you know. (laughs) I, I do think Good that. Him. Every time I <laughs> All right. So if yeah. this was a normal rookie draft, the, this part of the draft, like right around three, five ish is where it's going to start to get kind of gross. You know, we might be thinking about trading out mm-hmm. much like the Scott fishbowl. We're, we're going to have to take what we're given here. No trading mm-hmm. left. So any, any strategy at this point, you know, you kind of took your studs with your first two picks. Are we going best available here? Russ, what are you doing? Or what are you thinking? You know, you're you're at 311 now. So what what are you hoping falls to you? 
Oh, I mean, when you get this late, it's all about upside, right? You know, you, I mean, my draft strategy in general is draft for value, then you trade for need afterwards. So, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to get cute in any way and, you know, start scrolling down too far in my rankings to go randomly pick a guy. So I'll probably take one of the top three guys that I have in value that fall to me. I mean, I don't, at this point, if we're going to do 10 rounds, then I still have time to get cute later. (laughs) In the third round, I think I can still get a very solid guy with these two draft classes. So I'm going to try and uh, stick to my board a little bit. Realistically, I don't think it. It goes ten rounds. We'll just we'll just say that. I, I just want to say if if Big Papa Rhino actually had James Robinson as his RB seven last year, I'd be impressed. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Hey Nate, I think I know who your pick is next. I think you do too. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Lavisca Chanel was my wide receiver <laughs> three last year, so it's uh-huh. a pretty easy pick here in the third round. I have to admit, I was too low on Lavisca Chanel. Same. Also, everyone still is. I'm still yeah, on Lavisca Chanel. I'm not going. Yeah, to be, I'm not going to lie. I, I've come around. He's going to be a presence out there with Lawrence. Man, as long as he doesn't and get hurt, that's my. I, only, I love, my only issue is his injuries. I'm not too worried about the injuries, man. It's not any worse than Van Jefferson. Come on. Hey, come on. He didn't even get hurt. <laughs> he broke his foot, didn't he? In the beginning, he ain't been hurt yeah, since. Exactly. Um, I well, love exactly. everyone's like, oh, Travis Etienne, or they wanted Tony, like maybe like LaVisca's not like that gadget guy. Like LaVisca was never that gadget guy. Like by by this news, man, people are like down on LaVisca because they think that like Urban Meyer doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. LaVisca, he, Urban Meyer just said he looks at LaVisca Chenard up there and he sees a physical specimen that could go out there and dominate on the outside. That's what LaVisca is. That's what he always has been. He's not a gadget player. No, he's not. He's, just, he was like, just in a bad offense. Yeah, he was in a bad um, offense. They just had to get him touches. Lee's going to be out there playing on the outside. He's going to be like a similar player to AJ Brown, honestly. I think, you know, just we'll see if that kind of upside is there. But like he's that kind of dominant outside presence. He just needs the offense and he's got it now, it looks like. Well, with my pick, I'd like another dominant outside wide receiver type thing. I had him as my wide receiver two or three last year, uh, Denzel Mims. Nice. Hopefully, um, with him and Zach Wilson, they can get a nice little rapport. But uh, physically, he's a physical specimen. Yeah, and I like it because the Jets brought in a lot of possession guys, which leaves Mims to just be that big dude. So yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, and I, I took Jalen Rager. I was pretty high on him last year, and I honestly love the fact that they brought in Devonta Smith for him because they tried to turn Rager into an X, and that's not who he is. So yeah. I think I, I love that he's going to get all this underneath stuff. They were going to run some screens for him. So yeah. I, I really do think this is good for him. I heard today that he's going to be playing some slots. So uh, mostly, yeah, mostly in the slot from what all I day. Heard. Yeah, which is great. I'm just going to let the draft keep going here. Um, no sense in pausing it. But let's let's recap the third round. So three one through three twelve. We went Travis Etienne, Chase Claypool, Mac Jones, not Marvin Jones, Russ. Michael <laughs> James Robinson, who uh, Justin Wright was very, very high on from what we could tell. Jalen Waddle, LaVisca Chenault, Elijah Moore. And then, I, hey, I got to put my money where my mouth is. And at the 3 9, so I took true. LaMichael Pirine. Uh, Denzel Mims goes to the 3 10 to Porkman. Hey, I was high on him. And keep in mind, he didn't have a team yet in this scenario. Oh, no, no, no. I understand. Jalen Rager and Henry Ruggs 
goes at the 312. So now we are a few picks into the fourth round. And I just put in the chat, probably going to stop this after five rounds. And then um, you'll just kind of review the draft from there. So Sounds about right. Do we think Sean milks the entire clock? Because in the the mock chat, uh, Ben, Ben EB from Lead Seekers was saying that uh, Sean's mock draft sheet stopped after round two. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, I guess Rondale. Yeah, I like his pick. Rondale more at the fourth. I like it as well. I think that was a big slide for him. For sure. It was. Oh, this is Brian Edwards. Man, I had him and Mike Q ready oh. to go. The forgotten man, Brian Edwards. Have we ever fell out of love with a prospect as fast as Brian Edwards? Like everybody just hates the guy now. (laughs) They really do, though. Are we buying Brian Edwards then? If that's the case for us, if you're if you're given an option to buy Brian Edwards for, I don't know, mid to high third round rookie pick, would you buy him for that? Easily, yeah. I mean, we know we liked Brian Edwards. We saw him be a little injured. And I think this team is going to – I the Gruden hire to me was still so weird, but their offense has gotten better. And I, I don't know if Carr likes like this thing that he and Gruden have going back and forth, but it's made him a little better. So mm-hmm. I think if Edwards can stay healthy, you have Ruggs on the outside, you have Edwards and Waller just getting all those targets in the middle and like because they're not going to pass to josh jacobs because why would you ever pass to a receiving back so i i like it i think if he can stay healthy i think he will be i mean he's not gonna be a wide receiver one but he could easily be a very strong low-ish two high-end three and you need those on your team especially like you said if you can get him for a third then that that's a beautiful price yeah yeah if you get him for a third and then he hits you can flip him too for easily draft or even better Mm -hmm. A better uh, piece for this the coming year. Man, I got sniped. That was my, yeah, my man. Terrace right there. Well, got to keep going down my board. I'm literally just going right down my big board right now. Um, I'm kind of throwing positional value out the window. I'm just picking my best prospect. So this is going to seem a little crazy, but uh, next guy on my big board is Brevin Jordan. Dude, I was looking at him if he fell to me. So don't you love feel I, his slide in the NFL draft? I still wish someone could tell me why that happened. But yep, I don't I, get it. <laughs> he's so good. So I I think it's a great pick in the fourth of this. Oh, and Friar Muth was also another one. That was a good pick. Yeah. I love yeah, Penn State I'm, pass catchers. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like Mike and put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, yeah. There, we go. there it is. I'm hey, it's super a good thing. High Reynolds there. isn't there anymore, man. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Josh Reynolds sucks anyway. So how, dare you know. dare you. how dare you? <laughs> I'm gonna Just something like where that. like uh, half that team, half that family has played football in the NFL or in college, and all of them, when asked who the best wide receiver in the family is, they all said Amon Ross St. Brown. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I believe you. Yeah, I'll take all right. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Amon Ross. Um, I gotta wait and see. Yeah, I mean, everyone's like, oh, he's going to be like the next Cooper Cup for Jared Goff or like, oh, there's no one else there. I'm like, yeah, he's got he's a fourth round receiver, though. You know, once they get into day three, draft capital is out the window. It doesn't matter if you're a fourth rounder or sixth rounder. It's it's Bob, you're not, not a third rounder. Sniped. <laughs> oh, Bob got sniped. Let's um let's review the fourth round here. Four one through four twelve for Rashad Bateman, Michael Carter, Rondell Moore. Brian Edwards, the forgotten man that we mentioned before. Adam Troutman. Terrace, is it Terrace or Terrence? I always get his Terrace. name. It's Terrace. Terrence. Marshall. I don't know why I always think it's Terrence. I don't know what's wrong with me. Because that's a real name. <laughs> yeah. 
Terrace Marshall at four six. Brevin Terrace Jordan is like a part of a building. Yes. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Sean Vaughn. Talk about a forgotten man at the four eight. Pat Fryermuth at the four nine. Van Jefferson at the four ten. Amon Ross St. Brown. Great pick by Russ, I think. Four eleven and Trace Sermon at the four twelve. So we are a few picks into uh, the fifth round here, and I think this is going to be our last round. And, then we'll and Sean's milking the clock again. And of course he is. Yeah, he doesn't know who you want. Well, He's like, like googling right now. He's like, board. who's the best sophomore? <laughs> He's googling right now. How do I play fantasy football? <laughs> oh, poor Sean. We should be nice to Sean. We love Sean here at the Dynasty. Oh, oh yes, we do. A lot of great stuff behind the scenes. There he is. Oh, it isn't relentless mocking how you show love to people? I mean, that's that's what I absolutely. And last year's running back one, Zach Moss goes off the board at the five. Stop taking shots, Mike. What was that face? It looked like you just took a shot with that face that you made. Uh, Bob, I'm going to go back and watch this video. That face that Porkman just made, I need that blown up so we could do something with it, please. That's got to go on a t shirt. Why why you always got to use my face for something? I know I look awesome. I feel feel like it's a compliment, isn't it? It is a compliment. (laughs) Chef wears a shirt with my face on it almost every day. So. It's great. Ooh, okay. Well, okay. Keeping going. I'm going down my big board. Next guy up, also slid in the NFL draft. It's Tylen Wallace. I mean, I don't know how he fell to the yes. fourth round. Uh, he's a very talented wide receiver. So uh, maybe not the best landing spot for fantasy football, but he's going to be a good NFL player no matter what. I'm a little disappointed that I couldn't actually. So the guy I had, I was hoping I would actually get sniped this time <laughs> because the next guy after Tylen Wallace on my big board was Jamon Osbin. I knew no one was going to pick him. <laughs> you should have just him. Right. Well, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is right now. And right. if he was drafted differently, he wouldn't be here, but y'all know my love. Yeah. There, I'm staying yeah. on brand with on my brand. That's it's very on brand. brand. So draft. three more picks, and then we're going to call it a draft here. Because who are you? Are you are you hmm. Garrett Price? <laughs> so on brand. JJ Arcega Whiteside, Stanley Morgan Jr. No, oh. thanks. Hmm. There's two people here. I'm you know what? About I'm higher on or not? I had Stanley Morgan Jr. in so many places because of Garrett. Too. <laughs> but uh, you also I, had you also Isaiah had another guy too. Oof. See, I had him because he just seemed like he could do my taxes if I needed him to. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to go with Kadarius Tony. Uh, I was pretty high on him, too. I loved his routes. Russ got sniped here. Russ did get sniped there. All right, and I'm going to go with another guy that fell like crazy for reasons. I get he didn't do have a great year, but, man, Chuba was thought of as – like a top five pick the year before when he got held, when he, well, he didn't get held back. He, he stayed going, back. Mike. You want me to? Keep- <laughs> yeah, one more round, man. One more round. <laughs> Let me pick Jamon Osmond. <laughs> I can't, I can't restart it now. You I can't, said I you can't restart it. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Well, just know at six, well, at six, seven, I, I would have picked Jamon Osmond. And I was probably going to take out the KJ Hamler or Daz Newsom. So. Uh, just in case everyone's wondering, in the draft here, uh, Bob has declared himself the winner of the draft in the draft chat. And I say no. no. Um, but uh, let's review the draft. Russ, I just want – you are the guest. I want your thoughts first. 
look at this board. Tell me anything that stands out to you. Any exceptional <laughs> value you see anywhere? I, I mean, we we all said it when it happened. Uh, Travis Etienne at uh, Travis Etienne going at three one is kind of crazy when he went in the first and was thought of as a first last year. If he were to have come mm-hmm. out, uh, everyone. I mean, man, like Kyle Pitts in the second, I guess makes sense. Uh, right now, the fact that a tight end is getting taken so high, I just can't bring myself to do it. But I mean, everything else, a lot of things fell pretty normal. I, I think like Antonio Gibson going ahead of ETN, a couple of quarterbacks, Michael Pittman. I feel like there's a bunch of, and even Chenault. Like, I feel like you couldn't have taken away out of your mind what you, what he did last year. Um, otherwise, I think it's, I mean, I, like, I don't think we did that. Like Rager was to me was a first round last year. The, the fact that he fell, I just, I let my Higgins love get in the way and took him <laughs> in the second. And I wasn't going to let Rager fall past the third. Mm-hmm. But, no, this feels pretty I mean, it doesn't feel, there's nothing looking at this screen that is making me throw my microphone and close my laptop and never want to talk to you guys again. So <laughs> like, I feel like that's pretty, pretty good. I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise, but if we're talking about players that fell, compared to the draft capital, the biggest one is definitely Kadarius Tony. He barely made it into this. He barely made it into this mock draft and he was a top 25 pick. Which is why I almost took him right before. I saw him. It's it's, it's kind of crazy because obviously the Giants are super high on the guy, but we're just bad at fantasy football. But also, if if we kept doing this draft for 10 rounds, I don't know if Tutu Atwell would even get drafted as a prospect. But he got drafted in the second round this year. And for the record, um, you know, one of the things that stands out to me, and it's uh, Ben's last pick at 5'6", Jalen Darden, who's a huge Jalen Darden fan, hate his landing spot with Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. And it's not that it's a bad spot necessarily. It's He's not going to get work. Yeah. That's why I thought there was other places that he could go. And, I mean, it's it's a very, very crowded room. Now, next year, it could be different if they want to save money and they release Mike Evans. Maybe Chris Godwin doesn't get signed to a long-term contract. Um, Antonio Brown goes batshit crazy-er and doesn't return. Who knows? So there could be potentially three opens, and then it's um, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden, and Scotty Miller is his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? It, and it's one of those things where we hate it now, but... Oh, hey, we hated AJ Brown to the Titans. I mean, that's that's pretty much we call not liking landing spots like the AJ Brown rule at this point, where you know, don't 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 push him too far down because of landing spot. AJ Brown, just remember AJ Brown, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Like so, yeah, and especially that late, who cares? You grab him anyway and just hope something comes of it. Yeah, things change so quickly. I mean, you look at a depth chart, and then a year later, that depth chart it can look completely different. Mm-hmm. So, like. Due to injury, or if you're playing redraft, then like yeah, that. landing spot matters for these mm-hmm. rookies. But if you're playing dynasty, I mean, if you're looking more than a year out, then landing spot doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Pork, does anything stand out to you? Yeah, I mean, you hit on the Kadarius Tony, the Chuba Hubbard thing. To me, he's obviously talented, but you're not gonna, he's not gonna really get too much playing time with CMC there. So I, that's one thing I saw. I feel like though the. Uh, Nate said James Robinson thing was a little bit of a farce, but you know he is good. But as a prospect, he was on anybody's uh, draft board at this time. Um, Alexa said in the chat there was no quarterbacks taken after Mac Jones at the three hundred three. That's uh, that's that's really telling. 
Because uh, uh, I guess most Jordan Love after that was gone, right? No. I don't think I even saw him when I was scrolling through the. Oh, I didn't Mike see or it Portman should have taken Jacob Beeson because they liked Eason last year. <laughs> I did. <laughs> we did love Eason, man. We loved Eason. I know, but I didn't like him more than the Mims, Jefferson, or Tony this year. But I did like Eason a lot. It's one of those things, too, where we're combining these classes. So, you know, it's hard. Like, yeah, I like this quarterback, but – and I was thinking about it, honestly, at the 4-9, I was like, there's some quarterbacks here. But then I'm like, man, Pat Fryermuth, I kind of like him a better, you know, now. Like, if they if they were all coming in together, I like this prospect better than these quarterbacks that might not play for two, three, four years or never. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, also, so I just want to point out, too, that um, I, I put out a tweet last night that Sleeper has Sam Bradford's ADP <laughs> as three spots higher than Kellen Mond. Yeah, I say that I believe Jamie Newman, who is an undrafted rookie free agent of the Philadelphia Eagles, had a higher ADP than Trey Lance. Don't quote yeah. me on that, but I believe. I think it's just, they'll fix it. Well, we also have to let's let's call it what it is. This is just a testament to Sam Bradford's agent. All of those contracts, <laughs> all of those teams, he duped them into giving him so much money. He called up sleeper. He's like, look, no, there's a chance he's coming back. He's coming back. You get him higher on that ADP. Let's you. And then he's such a good talker. They did it for him. Yep. He keeps yeah. making money, man. Yeah. And then he comes back. Yeah, like, you know what they say with the extra sleeves. Money talks, bullshit walks, and you know what they say. Fantasy sports was created to give participants the GM experience of a sports franchise. Look at that segue. I'm the master of it. But <laughs> as fantasy sports became more mainstream with more accessibility to player information, it became more about who got lucky in the draft and who got to the waiver wire fast enough to pick up a player. Traditional fantasy sports lacks reality and rewards luck. It is not realistic to only focus on player performance and to not consider contracts. Do NFL teams assemble their NFL rosters without contracts? Of course not. What if you could create a game that was more like the real NFL? Allow me to introduce you to DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner incorporates a salary cap and assigns players their real-life NFL contracts. It is no longer all about player performance. Every contract matters. 2021 season for DynastyOwner has just begun. Starting at $29, you can play a fantasy game that lets you face similar decisions that NFL general managers and owners face. So start your dynasty today at www.dynastyowner.com and get your ass kicked by the Rewind crew. You're champions of what division again? The Expert Expert League division. Yeah, and I can't take credit for that. That was all these other guys. They did a fantastic job running the Dynasty Owner uh, team over there. So hats off to the rest of the Rewind crew. All I do is read the read-throughs. And we're working on we're working on a collaborative effort so we can have our rookie draft this Friday. Of course, we have the one twelve because we're the best team in the league. Sounds so, good. So uh, we'll probably keep you guys informed of what we do from there, and uh, we'll make it work. Yep. Yeah. So do as they do, do as they say, and as they do, in this case. So um, before we head on out, does anyone want to just point anything else out about this draft board? Anything else stand out? Nope. Except for uh, last year's tight end class wasn't very good. No. So this yeah. one wasn't that great after the top three. So just kind of yeah, how tight ends Hunter, go these days. Hunter Bryant was my tight end one. So we'll see how that goes. Was he a tight end one? Hunter remember. Bryant. Who, was yours? It? No, yours. It was Hunter Bryant. Hmm. Then he got hurt. Something happened before the draft and he just fell off the face of earth. It was like uh, Brevin Jordan this year. I still don't yeah. understand that fall. Yeah. 
Like I, I feel like we need like some XFL stuff to work their way into the NFL. Like they, they talk to kickers after they miss kicks or stuff like that. <laughs> like we need to be able to like get sneak camera angles at GM's boards or laptops or something. And just one of them, like, don't give us a name, like make it super secretive if that's what you got to do. But seriously, like we need to know why this happened. It, it seems like there's no reason for it. Yep. Bob, you're always a hater. Freaking age. That's why I got sniped from AJ Dillon. You bum. He's a bum. AJ Dillon's a bum. <laughs> yes. Follow me at Nate NFL. I'm out. And, have you, did, yo, did you see the picture of him standing next to Aaron Jones? It looks like yeah. his freaking shorts were crying. They were so freaking tight. Where the next size up? But. That's because Kylan Hill walked by and he got excited. So, no. um, <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I think we're going to end it there, though, at about 40 minutes. So that was a, a fun mock, Russ. Thank you again for joining us. It's been great having you on. Before we go, me. I want you to lead us out. Tell everyone again where they can find you and what you're up to. Oh, I am at Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter. I do Trade Addicts Pod, Dynasty Game Night, the DLF Trade Show on YouTube. Um, just check out the DLF Family of Podcast Stream and the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, and you'll get all of my shows and many, many other fantastic shows as well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. And we'll have you back on again at some point. And Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me at Nate NFL. Um, it's it's this off season. It's getting a little slow right now, but we're starting to build up. We're starting to build up. People doing the rookie drafts. Gonna have we have OTAs going on right now. I'm ready for this season. Okay, and yeah, it's slowing up unless you are a member of the Dynasty Rewind Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Go hop on in there. Uh, lots of good stuff. Great group chat. Right now, we're doing two uh, bonus pods a week for you guys, breaking down some uh, lesser rookies, but we're still talking about them regardless. And Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at FFPorkman. Um, always, yeah, Mike said, join our Patreon. Should be some articles coming out, real good ones. I'm working on one myself, so hopefully you guys can sign up and get, get that going. If you want to read it got to be a rewinder and until next time everybody if you are so inclined you can find me on twitter at rewind ceo if you love to draft but not set your lineups every week make sure you check out underdog fantasy they are now available in pennsylvania your first deposit will be matched up to 25 dollars using the promo code rewind that is rewind in all caps so go check out underdog fantasy as well as our patreon youtube twitch instagram facebook just check everything out check us out on twitter at dynasty rewind and until next time everybody be kind please rewind thank you for watching thank you for listening thanks for listening to the dynasty rewind please make sure you subscribe rate and review and as always be kind please rewind